uh, Watchmen was good. Mm. And what was the one that was called Deadline? And it was Deadline that Viva Vendetta ran in. Mm. And that was great. I, didn't, I remember not understanding a word of it at the time. And like why this guy was grinning all the time. <laughs> but it was good. Years later, I understood what it was all about. <laughs> oh, it's political. Oh. Was, I think I used to read Look In as well. That's Look In, a, yeah. yes. Yeah. There's a Wikipedia entry, actually. I'll link to that. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a link of all our, our comics. But yes, Look my, In was... My older brother used to have something called Cheeky. Cheeky comic. <laughs> Excellent. And it was great. I can't remember... Um, there was some guy called Plug, I think, or was that Beano? That was but, the Bash Street Kids, wasn't oh, it? Plug. Yeah. He was the ugly one with the big But it was teeth. the guy that illustrated it, I think, also did Cheeky comic. Mm. What a great comic. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I'll see if there's one for Cheeky as well. Oh, nostalgia time. <laughs> Could dig out all my... What did my, my mum and my eldest son bought me the Beano Annual 2008 for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And they were all still there, many of the minks. Bash Street Kids. Excellent. So, um, this is, doesn't sound like a question, it's more of an observation. Yes. The subject is queen observation. Um, isn't that the kind of thing you get locked away for? <laughs> yes. Climbing up the walls and yes. observing the queen. Tim Perslow says, whatever the queen uses to produce her sight, it's going to be written in HRAH to be strict. <laughs> I had to include that. <laughs> Brilliant. That is fantastic. Nice uh, one. Big up your bad selves. Um, yeah, I wish I'd big up Tim. <laughs> so Boy, if that was a question, shall I answer the next one or you want to do the next one? Go on, you ask it, yeah. I just wanted to throw that one in. Tom Ledbetter. I, I think this is not a question either. Oh, okay, well I'll have two non questions <laughs> for every question. Uh hello chaps. I just wanted to say that after hearing you buy and then eat a boost and twix on a podcast. Almost live, I'd have you know. Yeah. Um, this is the best podcast I've ever heard. In fact, I turned it off because I almost certainly peaked at the point. <laughs> he peaked or we peaked? Oh, he peaked or we peaked. We don't want to know what he's doing to our yeah. podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Twix chat is the future. Thank you. Yes. We are geniuses. It's, it's we know. Much, <laughs> it's much easier when you have to edit it as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, John Aikes. Well, How does it happen? <laughs> Fido Gessiewudge. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry if I've pronounced that wrong and if I haven't <laughs> anyway well, normally when you have like a J you have to think of it as like a yeah, but actually yeah. Guessy woo Guessy woo oh if you'd like to pronounce that for us Mr. Fido <laughs> Guessy Wood uh, I understand you two jolly chappies have children's have you ever wondered what would happen if your kiddies googled your names and found the naughty podcast oh shit I shouldn't have sent this well don't include a swear word. You'll tame the <laughs> podcast and destroy all its fun. P.S. Don't tell Mr. Berg, but the show has done much more for my web design skills than his meagre show. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. So his name's Sam. Yeah. Not Fido Gezzywudge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his internet pseudonym? I think he's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's not for real, is he? <laughs> Fido I mean, it's very nice of him to say that, but I'm, I'd be surprised if anyone's actually got any web design skills out of this show. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've got quite a lot out of it. <laughs> That's how it all started. Ways for me to ask you questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through the medium of podcast. Yeah, through the medium of... Yes. Um, well, would you like to answer first? Well, um, first of all, I'm not worried because at the moment they're not at the stage where they Google things. Um, they're very much at the stage where we are always around when they're looking. Or mm-hmm. if not, we're using things like leopards, um, parental controls. Yep. Because... There are very specific sites that we let them see. 
mm-hmm. like Lego, um, CBBS, yeah. all that sort of stuff. That kind of thing. But yeah, there, there was a time when we didn't have that, and I think uh, Daniel got a link from CBBS to BBC. Oh. BBC managed to get to YouTube. Yeah, this has happened to <laughs> me. And suddenly, YouTube. Oh shit! <laughs> from YouTube to hot titties. Yes. Um, it's, At which yeah. point, Daddy took over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been looking into the history, have you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we... No, not worried. No. When we do mark it explicit for a yeah. reason, so that stay away, children. Well, I guess I guess there's going to be a point in the future where they, they are old enough to know to Google stuff. Yeah. And the stuff they're going to come... think, or oh, Google Daddy's name. <laughs> yeah. They're not, probably not going to be uh, concerned about all the swearing, more probably embarrassed that we did this in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by that age, they'll be a bit... Oh. You know, can we just, just for living? So lame. Although they won't be lame then, will it? Whatever it will be, it'll. Yeah. Yes, and besides, my children, I'm of the much the same opinion, and my children hear me swearing all the time, so. Mm. And in fact, they don't swear. They tell me not to swear. My children do not swear. Yeah. Well, my youngest did say fucking dog the other day. <laughs> but to be fair, I think he thinks that's the dog's name. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> yeah, so not worried. No. Yet. No. Uh, Ed Soden interesting name actually mm. Ed and he actually signs off as Ed Soden so he's not Sam or anything no um, or Jane <laughs> except at the weekends yeah. dear panel I was wondering if you could give me some advice on web hosts and domain registrars especially with respect to hosting a good old fashioned British blog is that like a good old fashioned McDonald's yeah so we're going British to just, we're not going to read that last bit are we um, or are we no um <laughs> Right. Yes, it's a very good question, this one, because uh, domain registrars are use uh, easy na- easy co or mm-hmm. cheap names, I think it's called, um, which I've used ever since the very first day I registered hickersdesign.co.uk mm. and someone told me that you could register domain names and use it as your email. Wow. I thought that was great. <laughs> You've got email? Wow. Yeah, I rushed off and got that. Um, then... Uh, hosts well I think the, the general principle I operate is don't be afraid to pay for hosting mm. don't necessarily go for the cheapest yeah it's I, I've done this recently because I've been looking into other web hosts mm-hmm. and basically for every web host that everyone says is great there's always, another there's people, always saying people saying it's, saying it's shite yeah, yeah. or have big problems on it um I could, yeah, I, it feels a bit hard to name names here. Yeah, I think we should avoid that for now. But uh, I, my registered domains are easily .co.uk if they're for clients to use themselves because I believe they have good support mm-hmm. and uh, the control panel is very easy to use. It is a little more expensive, but if I'm looking after the domain, I tend to go to Reg123. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice and cheap. Yells. It is my go. It is. Pete Evely. Hello, chaps. Knowing you like a, a wee, especially after a couple of <laughs> Who beers. Who doesn't, I need a wee now, actually. We have to zip through this. <laughs> and that at least one of you likes Lego. May I ask, out of the Lego movie-based video games, which do you prefer? Lego Star Wars or Lego Indiana Jones? Ooh. Sorry, can't think of an interweb-based question at the moment. Too much cider. <laughs> oh, right. Peter Evely, also known as Foam Cow, who lives in Gloucester. Gloucester and Barnwood Road. I talk to him in... Twitter sometimes. I've almost read out his um, name, address, and yeah. <laughs> telephone yeah. number. What time it won't be in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, very hard to say because mm. I've, 
I think Indiana Jones has actually been delivered today. Mm-hmm. So I haven't actually played it yet. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? But Lego Star Wars. Yeah. It's well, business. my son loves it. I haven't really played it yet because I've been doing Zelda and then Mario Kart. But yeah, every time I watch him play mm. it, it's like, that's really good. I found a really good walkthrough on, on Tinternets. Mm. It was based on this huge, long page. It looks like a plain text file. It's all in ASCII. Mm. Um, monospace fonts. And uh, for the first time, I actually understood what I'm trying to do in Lego Star Wars. <laughs> oh, that's how you get gold bricks. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's quite useful. Yes. And the fact that, yes, you have to, you can't complete get all the mini kits in one level you have to come back with your free play and yeah. various types of characters and oh goodness but yeah I still enjoy it yeah we see it's all the character collections that mm. my son loves so. and the little things like you know stormtroopers having a jacuzzi with their yeah, yeah their clothes off but yeah. they've got their helmets on and their blue of. undies on yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's little bits of genius like that I have to say having looked at the trailers for Lego Indiana Jones I'm I suspect it will be coming through a letterbox soon mm. to my house too. So uh, I'll, we'll come back to you on that one. Yes. Once you've had a good play of both. I'm sorry, I, I included this. You could probably skip it if you want it. <laughs> Is it because it's from Steve Marshall? Yeah, that'll be why. Cock- he doesn't listen anyway. Cocktails. Um, <laughs> I'm watching Casino Royale and watch Bond order a Vespa Martini. I'm a huge cocktail fan, so now I'm thinking... Um, that's next on my list to try. What are your favourite cocktails? Partially, I'm very partial to a... Oh, sorry. Cock that one up. Personally, I'm very partial to a good mojito. They're easy to make, also easy to mess up. Eh? Then it's not easy to make. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surely. So it should serve as a good indicator of the ability of the bar stuff. So, I have this problem with cocktails. I don't drink them. Well, well, unless vodka and iron bread counts as a cocktail. Well, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> or that's a mixer. Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have a problem with cocktails that I sometimes drink them, but then I forgot what they're called. Yes. Because well, it's that... always called like convoluted names, yeah. you know. The, um... this, this is a Derbyshire sewer drain or yes. something. You'll never remember this in the morning. No. Yes. Not just because of drunkenness, it's, you know, just that kind of bizarre name thing. So that's a very hard question to Yeah, so I'm glad you put this one in. Yeah. So neither of us actually got a decent answer. Well, I think it's good not to give Steve a decent answer. He doesn't deserve it. Mm. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like um, margaritas with the crushed ice, though. Mm. I think I have been drunk on vodka martinis before now. I, th- I don't ever make cocktails. No, we don't have a cocktail shaker at our house. No, I don't ever have the... I mean, mm. apart from, you know, we do things like, you know, Pim's lemonade, gin and tonic, but yes. we don't do cocktails. All in one go. Fuck, that must be Oh, hard. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Great British... Bomb or something. The Great like British Binge. Yes. You put egg and bacon in it as well. <laughs> nice. Right. James John Malcolm. Hello. Hello. More questions to help with the drought. Uh, <laughs> can't have a hosepipe band spoil your fertile greens. I see. Um, we know you both like rock bands. You see how little people know about me. <laughs> Any other types of music that really get you going? Anything by him? Gershwin, Daft Punk, the Rack Man yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did that just for a comic you, effect. Maybe. You just wanted to be eyebrow, didn't you? <laughs> you with your eyebrow <laughs> names. Uh, Gershwin, Daft Punk, Tiesto, Ace of Bass, Buster Rhymes, Basement Jacks, Pendulum. Yes. The Muck, 
The what? The McCallums? And I've heard them all apart from the last one. Yes. The McCallmans. They're like an Osmonds or something. Obviously, I don't just mean get you going as in dancing, but anything to ecstatic to be from ecstatic to moved. Do you dance? Mm. Well, do you want to clear up the rock band thing first? Yes, I like Radiohead and Elbow, but that doesn't mean I'm a rock band fan. No. Um, you do have some of the stuff, White Stripes. Yeah, okay. Block Party. Yeah, okay, I like rock bands. <laughs> In an ironic <Yeah>. way. <laughs> but I'm also a big drum and bass fan. Yes. So I like most things off Hospital Records. And yes, I love uh, Pendulum. They're very, very good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Go on. Um, other things, I, I'm quite partial to folk, ambient. Don't tend to go for much dance, really, other than where it crosses over into ambient, really. Mm. Um, can't can't abide uh, rhythm and blues. Um, I hate jazz or gospel. Well, that traditional jazz. I like me. jazz though. No, I don't like gospel. I love a bit don't of like jazz. jazz. No, bit of John Coltrane it's like being or in a Jerry Mulligan. Coffee shop sometimes with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what else is there? Uh, sometimes a bit of classical. Yes. Things like Goretzky and mm. um, those sort of very almost like Philip Glass type things. Yeah. Again, they're sort of crossing over with ambient as well. It's very... I quite, there's been some nice uh, Radiohead reworks and the Aphex Twin classical reworks as well. Mm. The quartet. Oh, yeah. So good. those are good. Um, Actually, I have to say, coming to this office is quite good because there's quite a good mix of stuff, isn't there? So you always. Have mm. a bit of new stuff. Yeah. Like no, OMFO. <laughs> yeah. OMFO. <laughs> Ocean get, Space Disco. And we always get a bit of history from Mr. Dennis. The, the genre <laughs> the genre with only one act in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was quite bizarre, actually, just seeing the Borat film finally last week and yeah. seeing, uh, hearing OMFO in it. Oh, there's things they... Just sounds a bit kind of, oh, hang on, that's a bit, a bit odd. I, what we could do, actually, is give our links to our last FM accounts. Oh yeah, wouldn't that be a sad thing be to good. do? Instead of linking every fucking band we speak, <laughs> although we might link specially to uh, OMFO. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, good, good questions. Like that one. That. Yes, thank you very much. Spiffing question from Rob, Rob Mason. Rob now, this is this yeah. is who I got confused with, isn't it? This is Rob Mason, not Rob Hanson. Um, I was thinking we should Rob, call him Rob Hams Hanson. We should call all our listeners Rob Hanson. <laughs> Rob Hanson, hello. Thought I'd try for a more serious and on-topic question this time. Ooh, can we skip over this? <laughs> Basically, I'm okay with getting the structure of a website right and general look and feel layout is fine. However, I struggle with the little details and polish that would make design, my designs great. Oh no! Does the panel have any advice on who to approach? I think how, how, yeah. yeah, well, I, I quite like that. Who, to, who approach, to approach this? Third my, one. That's the question I should yeah. ask. Who's available to help yeah, me with this? Yeah, who do you send in? Yeah. Um, oh, God, you first with this one. Oh, bit... goodness me. Well, iterate, that's my key word for today. Mm. Sometimes just doing it and saying, well, I'll just do it, and then mm. I'll come back and look at it can help. As, ah, yes. Um, I think you've got go. the nail on the head there. Um, um, there's nothing to beat doing a little bit of it. You know, slapping it together, yeah. leaving it. Yeah. Obviously, it's very hard to do that when you're doing a deadline and it's got to be in. Mm. But obviously, you've got to try and give yourself a bit of breathing space. But yeah, do it, come back to it, and you'll, you'll, you'll see what you need to do. Yes. It'll leap out at you. Yes, I definitely. I do that all the time. Definitely agree with that. I have a, yeah, have a colour palette. 
and gather around your peers and say, what the fuck do you think of this? And, <laughs> and they'll go, hmm, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um, don't put it out on the internet because you're inevitably going to get trolling. Yeah. But if you can get a group of people together who you can trust to give you an honest but, mm-hmm. but good opinions, that can help. And there's lots of very specific stuff about, you know, checking your, your white space and line height and yeah. things. But, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in it. And use a grid. God damn it. If you struggle, use a grid. Yeah. Use a grid, anyway, use a grid anyway. But yeah. Use a grid. And if it, if it doesn't feel right, change it. Yeah. Make it better. Make it. Fix it. <laughs> good question, that one. Like that one. Oh, for fuck's sake. What's going on here? Oh, isn't this the podcast of names? Jacko <laughs> Natilla. truly an international podcast. <laughs> I'm reading it as Jacko Natilla, even though it has too many letters. No, I Jack- think you're right. Jacko Natilla. Natilla. Yeah. Or Jacko. Yeah, yeah, no, see, he's earning big, big points. Hello, Mr. Oxton and... Mr. Hicks. I like that. I like that. Well, a question for Mr. Hicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll try... Yeah, I think I'll just go for it. I got into a bit of a heated argument with a co-worker about browser-specific style sheets and conditional comments. Oh. In my opinion, it's easier to keep the main CSS file clean of redundant CSS and write a specific CSS file to, to IE and call it with the help of conditional comments. Yes. Which is the Internet Explorer's approved way of doing things, even if it's not mm-hmm. standard. Uh, my coworker doesn't see the point of separating CSS files just for a bit of special tinkering for IE. Instead, he uses important to manage IE in the main CSS file. <laughs> I tried to make a case about important that shouldn't be used as a hack, and the coworker insisted that that's what's important should be used for separating IE in other browsers. Your coworker lives in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange way of working. But it is. it does go back to, you think, 2004, 2005, when we were all... Hacking away with important and underscore hacks and style thing hacks. is, yeah. like for things like IE6, if you're trying to put an alpha PNG in there, and mm. one of the best ways to do it is that alpha image loader. You don't want any expression. Yeah, you don't want that cluttering up your CSS file. Mm. You know, I, absolutely. I think, Yako, you've got the exactly the right approach. Keep your main CSS clean. And then in the future, when IE6 isn't really a thing to think worry about anymore. You remove one dodgy conditional comment. Yeah. from your file and, and it's gone it's gone yeah don't have to worry about it yeah well I think and it, the IE developers themselves for better or worse have requested that we do it that way yeah so we assume they know what they're up to with their browser and that, that is the recommended and personally I prefer that we can do it that way mm. and target specific IE6 IE7 yep. rather than having to use things like uh, was it the first child selector mm. to you know to Introduce a style and then use the first child selector to put the style right for yeah. modern browsers. That's that is the wrong approach. And it is that I know that I know the important hack as well mm. as of putting the two things together. I mean, I I do use important. Yeah, but not when, for that. You know, rather than listing a long selector mm. to override the specificity, just to yeah. Put important in there. I have to say, if I'm being all longhand about the CSS, I know things are going to shit when I put the first important in. <laughs> mm, time to tidy up. But yes, sometimes if I'm using multiple classes, I will have a file that is specifically classes, and I will always put important on those mm. so that they try their best to override all the other default styles. Yeah. So. But yes, Jacko no. is right. Your coworker is yesterday. That should get some comments. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anybody, anybody, it's, it's the forward thinking way to go isn't it 
It seems to be. It's planning for the future rather than... Yes, packing away. ...for the present and the past. Yes. Mm. You've, this is a difficult one to pronounce. Uh, Phil Shirai. Phil Shirai. Phil Sir Harry. Um, hey, Sir Harry. I've got a new job Hello. up in Newcastle. I live in Stockton, but I don't drive, so I have to get the train. To get to the train station is a bit of a walk. The train takes approximately one hour and 20 minutes. Once I'm off the train, it's a bit of a walk. <laughs> in all, from door to door, the journey can take me two and a half hours. You're giving me time to write exceptionally long emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to describe every minutia of my journey. That's one way. So I can get the f- as much fun on the way home too. What's the worst, longest, stupidest commute you've ever ever had before? Do you want to answer first? <laughs> no, that sounds like you want to. Go on. No, no, no. Well, have you got nothing to say? Have you got a stupid commute? Story? No. The, long, the worst commute I ever had was just under two hours mm. from Leicester to Oxford. Trying to set a flat. Crikey. Yeah, you felt very tired. Yeah. But, um, I, Phil, have you ever thought of moving to Newcastle? Mm. Well, there was the other thing that I won't say about... You negotiate for some home time, working from home. Mm. Companies have got to get with this, with this, with the program, man. Telecommuting is the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm very fortunate in my new job that that was part of the agreement was that I would largely telecommute because mm. there's no way I could do the commute on a day-to-day basis. It would drive me mad. Yeah, exactly. And that is difficult. It's, 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 you can't just say, "Well, choose a job closer to you or move." Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I think. You know, it's, Knowing Phil a bit better, there's probably reasons why he stays in Stockton. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to live in Newcastle. Aitowood. They got a nice. <laughs> they got a nice couple of bridges there. Though. Got a nice big statue. And don't they do the Great Northern Run from there? They do. Not that I'd ever go on it. Ah, oh, so there's nothing wrong with Newcastle after all. No, it's lovely. Excellent. Um, so, what about you? Longest commuter commute? Um, well, I, I always tended to move quite close to work. And. I lived in London for a while, so that was always... Everything was kind of close. Mm. So, I suppose it was quite stupid, some of the... I used to cycle around London. That was quite dangerous. <laughs> Wandsworth roundabouts at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes, I've had a few. But that was fun. I loved it. Anyway. So, uh, the next question. It's your turn, isn't it? Ah, is it? Yeah, oh, go Chad Kaufman. Uh... Hi guys, I'm looking for a nice present to give my brother. He, although not the fanatics you are, John Hicks is, mm-hmm. appreciates good cheese. Good cheese. I wanted to get him some nice cheese serving ware. Can you recommend any? Well, well, not a particular brand, but mm. if you can get the cheese knives that have the holes in the knife, mm-hmm. it's great because when you cut, it doesn't stick to the blade. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, being an ex-chef, I would say buy him a nice German precision crafted knife and a nice wooden chopping board to hell full tang to f- yeah to hell with all your silly cheesy knives is my opinion mm-hmm. but um, that would be much but you know uh, cheese serving where um, chopping board yeah lovely nice big wooden chopping board lovely and a selection of chutneys yes yes some little teaspoons for your chutneys <laughs> <laughs> a spade of chutney so maybe we can. Uh, I, I will certainly link to my favourite kind of knives, Sheffy knives, because they are they, they are lovely. Yeah, are these um, now these are the ones. Apart from being definitely lethally lethally sharp because they're chef's knives. Yes, are they all metal? 
No, they are they're, not globals. I hate those things. Like, are at my hands. No, they're they're uh, oh, Gust- oh, Wustav. I can't remember what they're called exactly. I'll link to them. Right. Okay. How would you how do you keep chef's knives sharp? Oh, I'll What's link to your... the. Uh, well, I used to do it with the proper way with a thingy thing, you know, proper uh, steel. Uh, the, the rod. Yes, thing. the rod. The rod of steel. <laughs> um, but as soon as I brought them home, because it's not a good idea to let more than one person sharpen a knife with a rod because different, slightly different angles. Yeah. So you have to take it through blunt before you get sharp again. So I bought a professional knife sharpening thing that has two steels on an angle. Ah. It was expensive, but it's mm. worth it. So I'll link to that as well. Yep. Eh? Please do. So, and John Lewis, good place for cheese stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, proud sponsors of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the next question, actually, just for me. That's all right. Go on. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. It's from Paul Dewitt. We've got a lot of regulars. Yeah, we have. The same five people asking questions. Uh, dull designs without fireworks. This is in reference to a post I did about graphics editor or text editor. Mm-hmm. So, I'm interested that you find you get duller designs when designing straight in HTML and CSS. I'm a HTML CSS guy with no design skills, so most of my professional work has been translating designs into code. Some of the interesting looking bits can be very time consuming to turn into code, yes, whilst maintaining accessibility. Good on you. So, bearing in mind that I'm not a designer and don't know much about your creative processes, one, do you find that designing in HTML and CSS keeps your design similar, simpler to implement, thus leaving you more time to make specific bits more interesting where it really counts? It's an interesting point of view. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, HTML and CSS does keep it simpler. But the thing is, it's not. I don't find HTML and CSS a, a brilliant tool for doing design. And in fact, what I sometimes do is wireframe in the HTML and CSS mm-hmm. um, so that I've got a good idea of the structure um, and things like, you know, interface elements like forms. Yeah. But then I will then go and take that into fireworks and then create a design around it. I think that's quite important, actually, doing that. Yeah. Because you tend to be quite conservative about your thoughts if you're HTML. Oh, well, if I do that, I'm going to have to do that. And I, oh, I'll have Ooh. to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh that's going to be a pain in the arse, though. Yeah, you, your view is limited. And I think Mark Bolton said it best when he said that um, uh, HTML and CSS is not a design tool, it's a way of implementing design. Mm. Um, so you can you can design straight into it, but I think the best results, especially me personally, um, come out of a mixture of the two. Yeah. Not that he's asking me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Yeah. I've sometimes thought that the freedom to sketch around in fireworks makes it easy for designers to add lots of visual flair elements that don't particularly call for it, adding more development time for not much return. This guy should go and work for 37 Signals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is the view of design being fluff or Mm. eye candy or the kind of the pretty bits. Mm. Um, Design is as much the what form elements you have and where you put them as the... You know, the pretty rounded box you put them around. Um, in fact, it isn't about the pretty rounded box, really. So it's, it's, it's that view of designers, you know, designers adding unnecessary bits. Do you think he, he's sort of meaning graphic design specifically? Yeah. But I, I, his worry is the, how much extra time it takes to implement. Well, that depends. But, you know, it's, that's just it. And that's what separates a, a basic site from a, an interesting visual site. Mm. 
Second question, don't you think that working directly in code can sometimes lead to really interesting designs too that wouldn't have come about working in a fireworks type app? For example, parallax scrolling effect. Yeah, I, I definitely concur with that. And but to be fair, yeah, parallax scrolling was a conversation that we had mm. that we kind of already decided before we did anything that, that to some extent we wanted to achieve a fluidy kind of feel. Yeah, that you then went and sorted out. Yeah, anyway. And the point is that and you it, can't show that in a fireworks comp. Yeah, but that was that would have come about anyway because it was a discussion about making the Risington podcast fluid that gave you the idea to make. Yeah. Clouds do that. And That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that had nothing to do with anything other than a conversation. Yeah. And as much as you're doing for, for a client, any kind of fluid site like mm. that, it's very hard to show yes. in a fireworks comp. So mm. in that case, HTML and CSS, as I said in my post, I think you'll find, mm. um, is that's one of the advantages. So the, the, but again, there's a bit of a mixture of the two there. I had to actually create all that in Illustrator. Mm. and then separate it out into images yeah. and then implement it in CSS. So in a sense, it was designed elsewhere. Mm. Uh, so mm. that's it. That's that question. It's time for some John Oxton time. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Sheer gut gold. I wish I shit gut gold. <laughs> <laughs> I got, we might have to end that. I just gut gold. I wish I pooped gold. <laughs> Hello, J&J, who's not talking to me now. I'm going to edit that bit out. I'm going to start again. <laughs> Hello, J&J. My question is, if you had the power to save one of two factories, Cadbury's or McVitie's, which would you save? Cadbury's. Cadbury's, yeah. Absolutely, first time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be a shame to lose McVitie's. Yeah, but I could live without them. But Cadbury's, on the other hand. You know, I'd, I'd sometimes pine for a Jaffa cake. Or a chocolate digestive, maybe. What are you checking? See who makes bounties. Oh, isn't that Mars of Slough? Mars of Slough? I don't know. Oh, Mars of Slough. It's in every bloody language except English. You've really done it now. I don't know. You've seen fit to remove the cardboard strip from the bounty. This is a good interlude. Okay. Right, Uh, yes, anyway. That answers that question. Maybe I should link to that, actually. There's a song by John Shuttleworth about... um, the, but the, when bounties removed the cardboard strip that oh, yeah. gave it support at the yes. bottom yeah. um, it was all about you know gotcha. oh, mouths of slough I'll, I'll try and see if that's on the internet you're right because it feels less luxurious now because it used to be a, like yeah. a brown card cardboard thing tray a, yes. do you know what I hadn't even noticed but apparently in America they have got a similar thing called it's a mouse bar a mouse bar I think it's called a mouse yeah. it has a tail it has a cardboard tray hey um, yeah, Cadbury's because I I love Dairy Milk, mate. Yeah, I love Boast. Yeah, Boast. So, but so if it was if it wasn't Bounty, which is obviously miles of Slough and maybe already destroyed by this point. Kit Kat Crunchies. What who would who be makes the, those? Uh, that's Nestle. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so, do you like any Cadbury's? Is my question. Well, yeah, Maltesers. Who makes those? Isn't that Mars of Slough as well? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, Have a think. Double Decker? Yeah, I like Double Decker. Twirl? Yeah, Twirl. Flake. Yeah, it's Flake. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I wanted That's to That's a relief. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine going for a 99 without a Flake? Can you imagine a world where that happened? <laughs> I've lost track again of who's asking which question. Yeah, I think it's your go because I just created myself a little edit job. Oh, okay. Jason Rhodes. Do all Brits really love Doctor Who? No. no. 
it looks like a bumblefuck of shit acting and worse props. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's just because I'm American. Oh, yeah, like they produce quality fucking television. Yeah. <laughs> That's what American TV looks like to me, a bumblefuck of shit acting and worse props. Especially those boobs oh, they pretend dear. to have. That's an interesting point of view, isn't it? I don't even like Doctor Who, but I'm on the defensive now. Yeah. I think... I mean, I, I agree this, on this new series... There's been a been some a been a couple of stinkers. Been a lot that's, of that's Doctor Who though, isn't it? There's been a lot of mediocre ones. But if you've watched the last two, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead, that that is good acting and that is good that's good, good writing. <laughs> Matey, I'll have you, Jason Rhodes. Well, maybe it's just because you're American and can't yeah. spell the A in front of American. Yeah, and you capitalise the M. Yeah, yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah, America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Or, it, anyway, fuck you. No, um, fuck you. All, yes. Do you? Here's the real question. Yeah. That was just a bit of baiting at the start. Wasn't he just it? wanted to hear us swear. Didn't oh, he's got me going now. Do you guys think the Zoom feature of new browsers will make fixed liquid elastic debate meaningless? And can we all just go back to fixed layouts and be done with it? Well, I'm not telling him now. He's upset me now. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not answering that. We know. <laughs> yeah, we but know. We're not, not sharing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it does? Uh, I think it does definitely help with the case for fixed layouts. Mm. And th- that doesn't upset me in any way at all. The problem with I think, um, elastic layouts is the whole... Of, uh, is that the, the, the photos. Yep. Yeah, how do you resize the photos to, Without to match? Without crumbling into... Yeah. Well, there's that technology, isn't there, that's being... Do you remember how linked to that technology where, where you resize the photo and it... Yes, oh, but rebuilds yeah. itself. Yeah, but I think that's going to be a fair few years. Not going to be web based, is it? For a while, yeah. so but um, amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, well, I personally, yeah, I think the Zoom feature will help us all just go back to fixed layouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a sensible move. Yeah, much as I want to love Liquid, just yeah, that's so problematic. And I know there's people out there who just. We'll stick with it, come what may. Whether you need it or not, you're having it. <laughs> that's the way things are done. But I don't agree with that opinion. Mm. Yeah. It's difficult. I mean, obviously, brands like Opera have had Zoom for, for years and years mm. and years. But it's like text resizing as well. Do people know it's there? This is the trouble. I suppose people who need it do. Yeah. But then if you had Zoom instead, you get them. It's all, it's nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Zoom works nicely. Yeah. Okay. The last part of the question, very quickly, uh, it says, just tell me if you've actually tried any other big open source CMSs like Drupal, Joomla, and you still think text pattern is better, or do you just love text pattern, hate WordPress, and that's that? Oh, he's very um, Ooh, he's provocative on this one. Isn't he? It's aggressive. Ooh. He could do with a nice cup of tea and a sit down. I think he? he could do with a little monkey to spank myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He could do with getting a girl. <laughs> um, he wouldn't know what to do with her. Well, first of all, I think we just say don't hate WordPress. No. Nope. Um, in fact, we used WordPress when we first started off. We did. Rissenden podcast. So there's no hate. Um, and I think WordPress is really good. It's just not for me. I prefer text pattern for the way I work. Um, I've got nothing against WordPress as long as people use it in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> tell anybody else about it. <laughs> oh, we even pipped that WordPress yeah. bar camp thing as well, didn't we? Some of my best friends are WordPress users. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we look after them. Uh, Drupal I've not used, or Joomla. I've not liked the look of them, I must admit, but I've tried just about everything else. Mm. 
Uh, well, you were um, before Textpat, and you were um, I was movable type, movable type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried Chirrut recently, which I mentioned on the podcast, but that was really nice. Expression engine I keep working with, and it's mm-hmm. um, Dra- as, drawing as, you in slowly. It is drawing me in. It's got advantages to text pattern, but there's just something lo- nice and logical about the approach of text pattern that mm. that makes it a best fit for me. So. I'll just clear this up. We don't hate other CMSs. No, we do not. use lots of other CMSs. And it's our fucking podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, Sym- no Symphony. I, did, I tried that and didn't really... Did didn't that ever really. launch? It did. It's free now. Um, but you, I, that's the one I ever really, really didn't like. I really took a dislike to. But apart from that, yeah. Oh, here we go. Look, it says he's from Baltimore. We should have read that before. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he needs more Balti. <laughs> more Balti for that's you. Sorry, mate. Thank you, Jason. So the time has come and we must move on because um, we're at 46 minutes this week. Um, oh, um, we can probably cut the last bit out, couldn't we? We can probably edit the last bit out and we can probably cut the bit out where I said somebody's surname sounds like a pool. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to pick the theme for episode 16. Right. And please do keep sending questions, by the way. Okay, so this is a discussion theme for the next episode. Yep. How about we talk about... Uh, microformats. Yep. Okay, let's do that. That should last all of five minutes. <laughs> I meant to say. <laughs> Reference Stuart language image. <laughs> yeah, link to Stuart language image is all over. I tell you what, we'll, we'll say it's microformats now, but we've got the um, the right to, to, right to change our minds completely. Yeah. By that <laughs> it'll, be, it'll probably be about tea and coffee. It's actually about baked beans. Yeah, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Excellent. Well, thank you for putting up with all that. Yes, thank you. Tally bye. Tally bye. (laughs) 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 The Rissington Podcast is devised and hosted by John Oxton and John Hicks, with contributions from squadron leader John Dennis. The show is hosted and sponsored and shit by the splendid boffins at Second Publishing. That's segpub.net for you internet chatties. Hurrah! Well, that was a ding-dong end to the show, that one. (laughs) (laughs) God, I feel all demotivated. Oh, no.